King. I work for a living, and I mean real work, not writing down gobbledygook. Christian Arkan. We like to hippie in here. Christian and King, weekdays, noon to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. What do you need? What do you want? Can I not just live here without having to occasionally deal with you animals? Now, here's Christian Arkan and Tom King. Brady under pressure, trying to escape, throwing to the end zone, touchdown! Amendola! Well, there was more to that call. <laughs> it was a great play. Yeah. Yeah, God, Brady was... with that first, you know, he said on uh, in, in the morning after, he said the first step that he's that he's worked on is really helping him mm. because he's able to get away from a couple people. Not, you know, not like, you know, Russell Wilson can, but he's able to at least buy himself some time. Right. And when you've got a quarterback who's running all around, the defense doesn't know what to do in the secondary. They're like, okay, where's this guy? Where's that guy? What if the quarterback's running toward me the whole bit? Right. Mass confusion. He might not be as fast as Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. He throws on the run as good as he, any as anybody. Yeah, he, well, he's gonna better than he's strong arms, strong legs, the whole bit. So he's able to fire it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good. It was a good play. That throw to Amendola as he was falling backwards and getting hit. Uh, the completion to Mitchell. A couple of the completions in the fourth quarter. Um, after having to dance around some pretty some pretty spotty blocking by that old line, I got to say. Yeah, it wasn't good they, against, they against wore the defense. Down. It's not that good, you know. No, not at all. No, so but uh, you get the best quarterback, and he did the job. So, no. And Explain to me why the San Francisco Giants, who are last in the league in rushing defense, the Forty ers You mean? What did I say? Giants. The San Francisco Giants, yes. did I just say? Yeah. How about the San Francisco 49ers? See, see, this is another example. Shut up, Tom. This is another example. <laughs> yes. Quiet. You're becoming. Just stop. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Why ahead. the 49ers, yep. who were last in the league in rush defense, why you would only uh, hand off 19 times against them. Well, when your well, running back, by the way, was having six and a half yards of carry. He got 127 Had 129 yards, right? yards on 19 carries, though. Wouldn't you think maybe he's closer to 25, 30, maybe even? Maybe. Against the know. team that I was mean, how many times that they, bad against Well, how the, many times did they hand the ball? I mean, Lewis ran it a few times. White ran it a few times, I think. I think the total is, is probably close to what you might want to see. Let me double check that. You know? So I don't. I didn't think it was that. I thought White I, only had like two carries. May, well, maybe, but Lewis had five. I'm, I know that. I think it was five for twenty-three. Um, Nineteen five, uh, and yeah, uh, White didn't even have a carry. No carries, just receptions. Edelman had that rocket yeah, sweep that thing stuff. that they yeah, do, they and do that Brady had a couple of runs, but that's right. it. You that's know? it. But, yeah, it was uh, tw- for handoffs. There were twenty-four handoffs. Right. And Tom Brady dropped back forty times. Dropped back forty and attempted how many? Twenty-four. Or completed 24. 24 of? On 40 attempts. On 40, 24 of 40? Mm-hmm. Mm. And he was sacked once. So yep. 41 dropback. I don't know. You give what the defense gives you. Take what the defense is giving you, I guess. It depends on how they were aligned. I don't know. You know? I mean, look, Blunt had a good game, and it went to him in key situations. But I, I, I think also maybe the, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't answer that. I mean, again, they look and see what the defense is giving them. The game plan the whole game seemed very... Very unusual. It didn't seem like they had scouted the Niners and decided this is the best way to beat this team. It was more like they said, we want to beat this team this way, and we're going to go out and just do it. I don't know. That depends on how the line. That's what it looked like. My guess is that maybe they, I think what a lot of coaches do is they say, okay, let's see how this team aligns itself. 
if they go out in this alignment, we're doing this. If they come out in this alignment, we're doing that. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's how they looked looked at it. I mean, poor Chip Kelly. He's got nobody there. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. All right, Bill Belichick All asked right. today about Allen Branch. This is a very kind of a sneaky type question. Um, how does it impact your preparation this week dealing with the uncertainty of Allen Branch's availability? And I guess they, they deem it uncertain because of the appeal process. Belichick's answer, that's not uncommon in this league. We've dealt with this before, whether it be whatever context the situation it could be, injury-related or it could be not injury related There are a lot of times we go into a game not knowing for sure if a player will be available for that game or not. Sometimes that decision isn't made until a couple of hours before the game. Well, we know this isn't one of those times. We deal with it pretty much every week, and I mean... So does every team, right? So there's that answer. Now you talk about Great the offensive. Answer, Bill. Yeah, I know. You talk about the. In other words, well, he's either going to be there or he's not going to be there, right? You know. Now you talk about the uh, uh, game plan, and that may lead to the the first question asked him today on the conference call. I didn't know about this. I know that there's this thing where they get assistant coaches, and, you know, jobs and things like that, or people get trials as assistant coaches, you know. Do you have any reaction to the report that defensive coordinator Matt Patricia was listed on the NFL's, I didn't even know this existed, the NFL's career development advisory panel's preliminary list? What? The what? (laughs) The career development advisory? The NFL's career development advisory panel has, they have a a career. That's got to be a really long placard to put outside that office. No kidding. You know, you have to get like, that's got to be, it's got to be like a yardstick to fit all those words on there. Right. The NFL career development, what? Panels. The career, the NFL's career development advisory panels. Okay. Preliminary list. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In other words, I guess it's a list they put out there of saying these guys would make good head coaches. And that Josh McDaniels isn't on that list for openings next season. Okay. All right. Now, you know, Belichick's answer. Well, I didn't see or hear that report firsthand, so I'll take what you described as being accurate. Yeah, the comment that I would have would be, number one, I think that both Josh and Matt, you know, you know, so Matt, who is on the list, and guess Josh, we you know, is, isn't. We don't know that. I think both Josh and Matt are great coaches. They should absolutely be on any head coaching list. I can't imagine that there are many other coaches that could present a resume equal or comparable to theirs. They've done a great job here for a sustained period of time. So, so wait a minute. So a the NFL has like a headhunter organization. Yeah, evidently. In in in. Evident, office headhunter evident. who says, "Okay, I'm going to put you yeah, on this list." Yeah, I, I think as they do. Possible for a promotion? I didn't know that. Yeah, existed. I think they do. Now they also have a development list for guys who are like in training as assistant coaches. You can take them for a year, almost like an intern assistant. You know, they have that. Don't, Johnson, don't they just do that? Though? Johnson was one of those. Don't guys just do that if you know that you get hired? I mean, I, I don't know. I think I, you I know think what that sounds like. Yeah. That sounds like going to bartending school or something. You yeah. know, like you don't have to go to bartending school. No, I know. You can just work at the restaurant I don't and know, then maybe, you ask for bar shifts and then they make you a bartender. Well, maybe That's, Matt you know, Patricia is one hell of a bartender. We don't know that. Maybe you know? he is. <laughs> That's weird, though. <laughs> it's weird. They have an internal. Internal. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. No, it doesn't. Sure it does. For coaching? Yeah. It makes sense for, like, PR jobs and corporate jobs yeah. and stuff. 
that's when you you know you post the jobs that are available and all the rest of that stuff. Everyone does that, right? But sure. head coaching and assistant coaching and yeah, I don't know. That seems like something that should be handled differently. I don't right. know why, but it just seems like it should be. Right. You know. You know. He said the same similar comment on the general manager thing. I guess there's one for general manager. Like, do you too. think there, a head coach has ever been sitting there going, "Man, I really need to find a good." A good running backs coach. Who's on the preliminary advisory career list of things? You know, like has anyone? So he's pushing all three. He's pushing Casario as well. Really? He said, "I can't imagine any list not having those three people." Okay. So, so there you go. That's he's like, I just want them all the week. Just a little, yeah, just a little interesting. He's yeah. like, I hate this whole team. I hate everyone who plays for him. I hate my whole coaching staff. I just want them all to go away. I know. <laughs> that would be exactly, great. Exactly. You know. I had this young defense of these guys that were all, you know, first, second round picks. I'm just trying to get rid of all of them as quickly as I possibly can. My guess I is, in terms of career development for that, I think my guess is the reason McDaniels isn't on there is he's been a head coach before. Yeah, probably. And that's probably why. And what a head coach he was. All right, let's go to the phones. It's 603-883-9900. DJ Dave is in Manchester. Ah, Hi, DJ Dave. I've been waiting for. Greetings, greetings, greetings from the Queen City, gentlemen. Hello, DJ Dave. How are you, DJ I'd like to throw my hat. My name in the hat for the next uh, head coaching vacancy. I have zero qualifications, and I don't doubt I would get fired before the end of the first year on the job. But I don't doubt the severance package is more than I've made my entire lifetime. Probably I'm is. 50 years old. Probably is, Dave. <laughs> but I have one question for you, and the question is, is the butter melted yet? <laughs> well, I was. it's funny you mentioned that, Tom, because I was calling in to get a great big slice of humble pie before the Thanksgiving holiday. Yep. So I guess I, I'm almost ready to concede, but I wouldn't doubt the Giants. I, I, I don't doubt this team going on a six-game losing streak. I don't either, but they that, have Cleveland next week, and that gives us the eighth win, which is all we all right. need to have. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was going to have John Podesta call in for me today um, <laughs> to give my concession speech, but I'm ready to concede. So I was wondering, where where am I going to be purchasing the lobster dinners from? I'm, I'm guessing there's a place down your way. Now we'll figure that's, that out soon. That. We'll 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 get okay. we'll we'll huddle. We'll we'll figure that out. Let's let's. We don't want to count. I our, can think of several places off yeah, the top. Of my we don't head want our lobster claws. Before, <laughs> we don't want to count our claws before we uh, before we crack them. Okay. All right. Well, don't pick don't pick the most expensive expensive restaurant because I'm not an NFL coach yet. That's all right, but you will be soon. We will push hard for you. Get on that <laughs> list, Dave, and we will push hard. All hey right? guys, I want to wish you both a very happy Thanksgiving. Sincerely. And you too, sir. Thank you. All right, DJ Dave, uh, happy holidays to you and the fam and to everybody else. Uh, thanks for listening. Much appreciated. All right, DJ Dave in Manchester there. Uh, just one New York football Giants win away from filling our bellies with some delicious lobster. Yes, I can't wait. Yep. We have to go somewhere that offers the baked stuffed variety of the lobster. Okay. If I'm getting it for free, I'm getting it stuffed with more lobster meat. Yeah, okay. And like and uh, Ritz cracker, all that stuff. Yeah, that's, all that Ritz, all the Ritz cracker stuff. That's yeah. what I like. Yep. All right. That's what I. That's what I. That that's sounds, what gets me going. That's what gets you going. All oh right. yeah, that sounds good. All My right. favorite, the best baked stuff lobster I ever had, was at a place in Alton Bay, in uh, in all you know Alton, New Hampshire, up yeah. on oh, yeah, the yeah, there. Yeah. It's called Sandy Point, and it was like a little inn and. Uh, it's weird. You're not near the sea. And cabins and stuff. Yeah. I know, right? It's yeah, near a lake. It's yeah, not like there's, there's lobsters lake. in the there's lake. There's no lobsters in the lake, yeah. But this place had the best baked stuff lobster I ever had. They, really? they, I knew a guy who worked there, and he said what they would do is they would come in with these giant garbage bags full of rich crackers, 
and they just stomp oh. on them. They'd stomp on the garbage. Oh bags yeah, yeah. Until there you it go. was just breadcrumbs. That's the way to do it. Yeah, and then they cheese do it and stuff, and they do it, and then they yeah. they had this giant, you know. This and it is was making just, me really oh, hungry. Mwah, delicious. This is making me really, really hungry. I got to figure out which neighborhood I want to hit. I went up Thursday. by Sandy Point this past year. My dad did too, and I don't think they're open anymore. Yeah, that's too bad. Oh, really? Closed down. Really you know? sucks if that's the case. I know that place was. I got to figure out which neighborhood to hit on Thursday. Start knocking on doors. Probably start around one o'clock. Has that ever worked? Yeah, once in a while. Really? Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, Knocking sure. on a stranger's door? Well, sometimes they may know me. You never know. If they know you, then you're definitely not getting to know no, no. <laughs> Your best bet is that they don't know who you are. Yeah, that's And true. they feel bad or they think you're, you know, a, they think you're See, a homeless. Like are, a, uh, a homeless person, but not a dangerous See, homeless person. there's new person. neighbors across the street, so that might be my target. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah. What you got over there? <laughs> I know. It looks pretty good. You have know. you spoken to these new neighbors yet? Yeah, a couple times. You have? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got some neighbors, na- plural? Yeah, it's a couple with a kid. Okay. Yeah. Yep. They like me. No, they definitely don't know. Oh, you. yeah. No doubt about it. Good. So I might as well strike while the iron is hot <laughs> before it cools off fast. Yeah. Uh the re- they don't well, know. They but find the- out I've been holding on to their mail for about a week. And also, I need they, to get over there. They also didn't realize that house was uh, available and so cheap because you know they yeah, live next yeah. to you. It's, it's <laughs> across the street from me, right? The neighbor there goes. That the will, uh, yeah. Having to look into that window is something that. Oh, I know, huh? Yeah. I'm gonna watch Drive the property somewhere. value down a little yeah, bit. A little bit. A little bit. Just a tiny bit. Uh, 603-883-9900, your phone number, 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. Christian and King here. We'll get to the text messages in just a minute, but I wanted to sort of finish off our conversation here on the Patriots' defense because I think it's safe to say that it's not getting any better at this point. It hasn't gotten any better. but nobody's going to worry because they're going to blow through the next two games at least. I'm not sure they're going to blow past the Rams. Jared Goff? Jared Goff's not any good, but I think they're going to not have an easy time scoring against Games that defense. In Foxborough. They're not going to have an easy time against that defense. Yeah, they're we'll not. See. No one does. We'll see. No one does, Tom. That's a good defense. Yeah, it is they're a good, a good yeah. strong, physical defense. And even though, you know, they were able to, and so Seattle, and they scored 24 against Seattle. So if they can do that against the Rams, that'll probably be enough. But, you know, a strip sack, uh, interception, a. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's well, I hope something it's a good game because yeah. I got to cover. I, you know, snoozers are no fun to cover, so I hope it's a good game. I hope the Rams can do that. But I think the I think they'll have I a tougher the, time with the Rams and the Ravens. Uh, Ravens had the best rushing defense in the NFL going into you know so? game against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean that's it's still they're they're a good defense too. I think yeah, I think you're right though. I mean I don't think I don't like I don't think either team is that good, and I think the Patriots are going to. Score a lot of points against both. Mm. You know, I mean, we'll see. I know the Rams' defense is good, but you know, it's how about the Broncos? The Rams' defense the is good. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. But the Rams' defense is good. But you know what? That Rams' defense gave up two touchdowns at the end of a game that allowed them to lose. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean they they weren't able to stop Ryan Tannehill down the stretch after shutting him out for basically the first. I don't know, uh, 45 minutes, you know? I yeah. mean, it just, it, they, they weren't more, able to. More than that. More than yeah. that, yeah. I mean, more first, six, you know, uh, 55 minutes. They weren't able to do it. Mm-hmm. 
So if they can't do it against Ryan Tannehill in that situation, the Patriots can just go no huddle and blow by that defense. That's true, but when their defense is constantly on the field because the offense keeps going three and out and they only scored ten points, I mean, eventually they're going to get worn down. Uh, against Jared Goff, I don't think they're going to get worn down. No, I'm saying the Rams defense. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying the Patriots are going to blow by that defense. The Rams defense. defense went three and out. I mean, the Rams offense was so bad. That, yeah. You know, I, I just, I when think you only that... scored ten points, Tannehill gets those two <laughs> touchdowns at the end, but <laughs> I'm not worried that about shouldn't that. have mattered, really. I mean, I'm not worried about that defense now but let, just look at the defense yeah. they held the dolphins to 14 the jets to six the panthers to 13 right the well Giants hold on time out 17 time and out they lost most of those time games. out they're not playing the iron they're not playing great offenses in those in that stretch the giants is a pretty good offense right uh it hasn't really been that great this year giant offense hasn't pulled up 40 points on anybody okay they're not that they're, they're They've been limited. They can't. The Giants can't run the ball. They can't. And now they're finding out teams are really taking Odell Beckham out of things, and and they have to come up with. They've got their own uh, uh, receiver, you know, rookie receiver, who's pretty Shepard, the kid that they. Yeah. He, that you know he's their Malcolm Mitchell. Yeah, you're right. Giants you know? offense isn't that. Great. No, it's not that they good. They haven't played a lot of teams with good offenses. They gave up thirty to the Bills, uh, yeah. thirty-two to the Buccaneers, twenty-eight to the Niners on opening. Uh, opening day, got shut day, out, yeah. twenty-eight nothing. They're not. And there's one other one. Oh yeah, they gave up thirty-one to the Lions. Yeah, I'm not looking at a, a dominant defense here. They're a good defense. I don't think they dominate anybody. Mm. I think the Patriots are just outscored. The question now, because of the cupcakes that the Patriots have coming up, or or having this stretch, is what about Gronkowski? What's his situation? We're yeah. going to find out more this week. And my guess is they're going to hold him out again. Yeah, probably. You know, he's got to travel. You know, it's a, it's a quick travel, but you know, he was, it was a trip he couldn't make last Tuesday. So I'm thinking they hold him out. You know, we won't know. We'll see what he does. You know, we'll see if he's out there practicing. If he's not out there practicing on Wednesday, first day of practice, if he's not out there Wednesday, yeah, he's not going to be playing on Sunday. Yeah, I agree. 603-883-9900 is the phone number. 883-9900. I was able to say all that stuff. But will Jabal Sheard play? Fun. I, yes. He is? I would say yes. Will, uh, yeah, we'll do this later. Uh, 603-883-9900. It's Christian and King. Give him a call at 603-883-9900. It's Christian and King. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic is shot. Down in front, picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs. Three for the win. It's good. Steps back, puts up a three, won't go, final seconds, it's over, it's over. Cleveland is a city of champions, the Cavaliers are NBA champions. We've got it all here, this is ESPN New Hampshire. Have you been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? We'll put it off no longer. Nashville Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, window treatments, and especially wallpaper and flooring. They offer wall coverings for your commercial, designer, and residential properties and work with top brands to give you the floor that you're looking for. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. Hey, Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh, really? 
Really? That's cool. Where is she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh, sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing first-time buyers programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage, 65 Market Street, Manchester, and online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage, NMLS, number 132-3739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB-132-3739. Main Loan Broker License number 132-3739. Courage Stranson, NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. Is your business in search of commercial property? Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. Let your search for Mazda and Subaru dealers begin and end with North End Subaru Mazda. Only 20 miles from Nashua, North End Mazda in Lunenburg has the best deals in the area. With Mazda 3s and Subaru Forester, both leaders in their class, and a giant pre-owned inventory. To look at their weekly specials, give them a call at 888-805-1469 today. They're just a click away at buynorthendmazda.com. Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. Here's what you missed last week on the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Tristan Cockcroft of ESPN.com is our guest. At quarterback, for example, he's got the Browns giving up a whole lot of fantasy points lately, but they're actually not the top matchup for quarterbacks because if you take the strength of, of opponent, it kind of brings it back down to a top 10 matchup, but not, not the top one. So it's another one of your mathematical schemes, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Get your football Sunday started the right way with the Fantasy Champion Show, Sundays at 10, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. We've got it all here on ESPN New Hampshire. 
got a little breaking news here from the Bruins. David Pasternak out again for tonight's uh, home game against St. Louis. So whatever it is with him, it's, uh, well. Lower body, upper body. They won't tell you one way or the other. They won't even tell you what part of the body. Not even what They won't region. even tell you what, but really. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to guess the uh, crotch region. Ooh. I'm going to guess a groin, a crotch injury. Because those, those are the ones you don't want to talk about. You know? Well, they, they would just say lower body. They don't even want to go that far. Oh, that's interesting. They don't want their, this is just a theory I'm working on. Yeah, okay. When you don't hear even the, the region, that means it's a bad region. That means it's like, you know, a taint injury or yeah. something. Yeah. Huh. That's my theory. All right. Because they don't want anyone asking questions. But I feel like that lends itself to more questions. Actually, you know what? The injury questions, they don't, they're not asked down there anymore. It's true. Because it's clear they don't, they, you know, they don't, they aren't required to give the answer. Mm. So they'll just say lower or upper. There's no, there's no rule in the NHL. There's no injury rule in the NHL like there is in the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know that uh, fifty-two years ago. Oh no, sorry, fifty-three years ago today. I was there. Yeah. You know what happened? No, but a lot of things happened. Fifty. November twenty-second, nineteen sixty-three. Oh, Kennedy. Yeah. Today. Mm-hmm. Wow, and I, I was—I was, I remember. I mean, I remember it happening. Yeah. I was—I was six years old, I believe. Well, all right, sixty-five years 66 old, sixty-six years old. Yes, I do remember it happening. I remember I was very upset because the cartoons weren't going to be on you Saturday were morning. Say something like that. Yep. I knew you were going to say your TV show wasn't. I that. just didn't know why. Nothing has changed about you in your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, your entire life is exactly it's exactly it. from 1963 uh, all the way through. I was very, very upset. I was, you know, really, you know, because if there was one thing I used to look forward to, it was Johnny Quest on Friday nights, and then the other, Rich. and then uh, whatever other cartoons were on in the morning on on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my life. I'm sorry, you know. Yep. Yeah. Um, Steve Buckley just tweeted something out that I just wanted to mention because it's pretty cool. What is it? Um, it's a memo that was circulated from the uh, Parkland Memorial Hospital's administrator. Uh, and that's the Dallas Hospital, right? Yeah. Oh, from that, from yeah. from Dallas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And it reads like this, and just this is pretty crazy. It says to all employees at twelve thirty eight p.m. Friday, November second, nineteen sixty three, John F. Kennedy and Texas Governor John Connolly were brought to the emergency room of Parkland Memorial Hospital after being struck by bullets of an assassin. Now, can we stop for a second? Yes. Is this a, this is a memo from that day, or is this a I think it was, memo uh, that there's just issuing now? It was a memo now. later than the week. It came <coughs> out later in the week. So it came out then. All right, yes. this isn't something that they're saying now. All right. No, 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 no. All right, okay. This all right. is an old memo. Uh, at 1.07 p.m., Sunday, November 24th, 1963, Lee Harvey Oswald accused assassin of the late president died in an operating room of Parkland Memorial Hospital yep. after being shot by a bystander, Jack Ruby, in the right, basement of Dallas's City Hall. Right. In the intervening 48 hours and 31 minutes, Parkland Memorial Hospital had, number one, become the temporary seat of the government of the United States. Yes. Number two, become the temporary seat of the government of the state of Texas. Number three, <laughs> became the site of the death of the 35th U.S. president. Number four became the site of the ascendancy of the 36th U.S. president. Yeah, Johnson was sworn in there. Number five, became the site of the death of President Kennedy's accused assassin. Number six, Good twice Lord. became the center of the attention of the world. And number seven, continued to function at close to normal pace as a large charity 
Hospital. How about that? <laughs> that Whoa. How about, like, that? you know, you don't really think, you think about Kennedy and what happened that well, day. The thing is, is all think those things happened. What happened in that hospital? All those things <laughs> happened in that one hospital. And they're right. You know, they should be patting themselves on the back. I mean, oh, they got to take yeah. care of everybody there, you know, the whole bit. You kidding me? I know it. I mean, that's that's amazing. And, you know, I never thought of all that. I like didn't I, I knew about Ken, you know obviously I read about it. I knew he was taken to uh, to Par- Parkland is a is a national you know company for med- I mean they, I didn't know that. There's yeah. a Parkland in Derry. There's a Parkland every there's a lot of Parkland hospitals around the country. Mm. So But I mean it's a you know people that's people who've yeah. only been alive for a certain, you know, amount right. of time. There's been some big things that have happened in the world. Yeah. You know, like that to things. me is that to me probably was the biggest that was probably the biggest, most significant. Well, no, all right, I'll take that back. Nine nine eleven. Nine eleven. And then that's number two. But in terms of impacting the world, those two events, clearly. Yeah. The top. Clearly at the top. And it all happened at Parkland. Hospital. And that and the second one and the first one happened at Parkland Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I I believe Johnson was uh was sworn in there. Um, you know, uh, I, all the things with with uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, they obviously didn't. You know, <laughs> I'm sure hindsight, they wish they had protected him a little bit better. Yeah, and um, so it was. I don't know. Or just, you know, they had him killed on purpose too. R- yeah, CIA. And all mafia all, all that stuff, and, right? All yeah. that stuff, you know. But I mean, back was, into the left. You know, this was. Uh, the memo goes on. There's a little bit yeah. more. Oh, I hear uh, this. Here's yeah. the rest of the memo. Yeah. What it is that enables an institution to take a stride, to take in stride such a series of historic, of history jolting events? Is it spirit, dedication, preparedness? Certainly, all of those are important. But the underlying factor is people. People whose education and training is sound. People whose judgment is calm and, per- and perceptive. People whose actions are deliberate and definitive. Our pride is not that we were swept up by the whirlwind of tragic history, but that when we were, we were found, we were not found wanting. C.J. Price, administra- Administrator, Dallas County Hospital District. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Just some crazy things to just think about there. Sure. But, yeah. Yep. I happened to read that in that last break, and I thought it was interesting. Yeah, November 22nd, yeah. 1963. Wow. They changed the world. Texter says, hey, guys, if the Patriots beat the Jets with Buffalo and Miami losing Sunday, do the Patriots win the division? Will they win the division if they beat the Jets? And Miami loses? Yeah. Does that make a three-game lead? Let's see. Okay, if they beat no, the Jets. No, it makes it a three-game lead with six weeks to play. The Patriots will be 9-2. and two, The Jets will be 3-8. and eight. Yeah. And if the Bills and Dolphins both lose, then. Well, who's who's playing who? Who's, well, who's Miami playing? Uh, Miami is playing. I don't know who they're playing. San Francisco, I think. I think the 49ers. Yeah, they are playing the 49ers. The 49ers are traveling across the country to play. So the they're Dolphins. playing the Niners. The Bills are right. playing the uh, Jaguars. Yep. Yep. If they both lose, that means the Dolphins would be 6 and 5, the Bills would be 5 and 6, and the Patriots would be 9 and 2. So, no, it wouldn't. No, they it's, wouldn't three, win it's, the a three game, it's a three game uh, lead. No. I mean, they probably are going to win the division, and, you know. It won't be official yet, but right yeah. as it stands right now, Miami's two games behind them. 
Yeah, and which, you know what else stands which right? Which is in? a lot closer than I thought Miami would be at this time of the year. That's true, but they they Miami is five in a row. Mm-hmm. So other than Dallas, the Miami Dolphins are the second. The Miami Dolphins right now are the second hottest team in football. Okay, other mm-hmm. than other than Dallas because they've got a five game winning streak, and Dallas of course has won nine in a, was it nine in a row, ten in a row, nine in a row. I think nine in a row, nine in a row. Yep. yep. So, how about this? The Oakland Raiders are the best team in the AFC right now. If the season ended today... They would be the top seed? They would be the number one seed. What gives them the tiebreaker? What gives them the tiebreaker... Is they're 8-2. Is, is their strength of schedule, because the only team they oh, both AFC, played... AFC West. ...is the Houston Texans, and they both beat the Texans. Right. AFC West. And because they play the AFC West and their out-of-division games are a little tougher this year, the Patriots have to play, you know, the East, obviously, but they're also playing the North, Cleveland, and, you know... Yeah. Cleveland, and, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Not to yeah. mention the Niners and the and the Rams and the and even the Cardinals aren't that good in the NFC Cardinals West. The Cardinals aren't gonna make the playoffs and their poor coaches got, got health issues again. So the in a very NCAA sort of twist here, the Patriots, if the season ended today, would be the number two seed for the second straight year. Despite well, being if the season were to end today. If I the mean, season were to end today. The Raiders have to navigate their way through the AFC West a second time. Mm-hmm. They haven't played everybody twice, I don't think, in that division. Uh no, they haven't, but the Patriots <laughs> still have to play the Broncos. Right, that'll be another team that they uh, see. I think the Patriots can. There. I think the Patriots can beat the Broncos. I don't know if they can. I think they can. I hope they can. You know, my guess is by that point on the 18th of December, Gronkowski will be healthy. That'll be a big deal. Remember, he got hurt in that game last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think if Tom Brady was the quarterback of the Niners on Sunday and Kaepernick was the quarterback of the Patriots, that Brady could have led the Niners to a win yes. over the Patriots? Yes. I think so, too. Yes, because it was that close, mm. you know? Well, until the fourth quarter. But yeah. Right, but it was that close at one point, right. and you think that that's going to happen. I don't, however. And the Patriots' defense is. I don't, however. As much as Brady was thrilled to go home and everything else, I don't, however, think that Brady was out to get it, out to convince the 49ers they made a mistake. I think they know that already, but the people who yeah. made that mistake aren't. The people who made that mistake yeah, aren't gone. there anymore. Some of them are dead. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Bad, yeah. Be serious, you know, really, okay, guys? You know? I think he wanted to put on a show at his home. Of course he did. Who wouldn't? Plus, a lot of his idols were there. But really, sticking it to the Niners? Sticking it to the Niners because they didn't didn't draft me in 2000? Come on. It's like kicking a dead dog. Yeah, really. (laughs) Why bother? What's the point? I mean, those people aren't there anymore. No. And the Niners don't need any, you know? Like why pile on a corpse? Like there no, there's no need to. Oh, it's just ridiculous. They're done. That that, that to me was ridiculous. That whole thing was just a joke. Mm. That whole theory, everybody's saying that. You know, that's so lame. It really is. However, the Edelman thing's weird. The Edelman for give going to Edelman that much in a game where it didn't appear to be working. And your running backs picking up six and a half yards per catch. That just that seemed very weird to me. Well, a short passing game. Edelman's a short passing guy. Yeah. So I think that they felt that their best, you know, that, that if the 49ers were putting eight in the box, that was a chance to do give a short. They're putting eight in the box. The don't short you go pass. over the top, isn't that the point? Yeah. yeah. There's I eight mean, in the box. Why go short? Uh, because I don't think the footing is really good for them to all go deep to run deep patterns. Yeah, That's what I'm not, thinking. I, you know, because it was a wet day. It was a horrible day. You know, you get wind blowing sideways. I think if you're going to throw the ball, you're probably going to throw it short. And that's what they did. They didn't throw too many. I don't think they threw too many deep passes in that mm-hmm. game. 
the Mitchell 56-yard touchdown was a catch and run. Right, and I don't think that was even the Mitchell. I think that was supposed to it be the Amendola. It was supposed to be the Amendola, and Mitchell yeah. cut in front and caught the ball, and 49ers were so, caught hey, flat Hey, thanks. Yeah, 49ers <laughs> were caught flat-footed. Brady you know? yelled at him. Yeah. So. Did you notice that in the fourth quarter is when he started spreading the ball around more, and that's when he got those two touchdown drives? Well, it helps. You know? yeah, yeah, it helps when you're not just going to one guy over and over right. again. Yep. For whatever reason, for the whole three quarters against the Niners, who well, Edelman's his binky. I know, you know? it's his so binky, that's just, but you know, that's the way that even know. even still, yeah. Martellus Bennett is targeted twice. Yeah. Like you know, I don't know. It seemed like there was something else happening there. It was almost like the game plan well, was again I, going it, into it was let's get Julian the ball as often as possible. I don't know. I don't think they do that. I think they just take a look at what they think is working. Now the connection, but it Edelman, hadn't been working. Well, it may not have been working because Brady missed the target a few times too. You know that that could be it. Eight catches on seventeen targets. I don't know. You never see someone. You never see someone take up that <laughs> many targets. Even Gronk. Well, yeah. no, not Gronk because they don't want to get him hurt. That's what I mean. But you never see like even right. there, even the, like and Edelman's a great player. But he, he never I've gets... seen I've seen Welker get that many targets before mm, with okay. them. Oh yeah, yeah oh, oh no doubt about it. Especially against the Jets. Yeah, it's true. He killed Rex Ryan a few times. Mm-hmm. You know, but usually if he gets targeted seventeen times, he'll make fourteen catches. Right, and that didn't happen with Edelman. Not uh, even close. I don't think Edelman's on his game this year. I don't think Edelman is is having. I, I I don't look at Edelman the same way I looked at him last year. I think Edelman was really sore in last year until he hurt. I don't think he's been the same player since the Giant game when he hit the hurt, hurt the foot. I don't think he has. I think he's been good. Don't get me wrong, mm. but in that before that Giant game, he was phenomenal. Yeah. You give him the ball. That's twenty yards after the catch. I know. You couldn't stop him. Now, he's good this year, and he's elusive. I don't know if he's got the quickest first step to get away as he used to have. Yeah. You know? So, I don't I don't know. Maybe that's just me. So, you see that. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. We all sort of see that, but. Do, I mean, do, do, you agree get, with, do you agree with me on I that? I agree he's not been as good this year. Yeah. Just does, it doesn't seem as though he has been. Maybe the numbers are, are playing him differently. Maybe or the what? numbers are telling us differently, but it doesn't seem that way to me. It doesn't. I don't think seem. the numbers are telling us differently. All right. He didn't score. He didn't get in the end zone until week what six? Yeah. Uh, I might have. I think Amendola is one of their guys in the end zone now. I think. I mean, not just because he caught a pass on Sunday. He's he's you know, he's a guy that can break open around there. Edelman so far this year has uh, 56 catches for 534 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, okay. Um, he didn't get his first touchdown until uh, that Buffalo game. And then he just scored his second one in that Niners game when he got yep. targeted 17 times. Just for the record, the 17 targets was a season high. Yeah. Uh, that's as many times as he was targeted in the Buffalo and Seattle game combined. As many times as he was targeted in the Pittsburgh and Cincinnati games combined. Um he had uh, 11 targets against the Dolphins in week two. He caught seven balls in that game for 76 yards. Uh, six targets, four catches against Houston with the Brissett game. Yep. Uh, the other Brissett game, the Buffalo game, he was targeted once. or uh, One catch on four targets. Against Cleveland, 10 targets, five catches, 35 yards. Against Cincinnati, four catches, seven targets, 30 yards. Against Pittsburgh, 10 targets, nine catches, 60 yards. Against Buffalo, four catches on eight targets for 37. Against Seattle, seven catches on nine targets for 99 and eight of 17. Mm-hmm. Overall this year, he's gotten targeted 87 times, 
made 56 catches, 534 total yards, and nine and a half yards per game. And he's a guy that can beat his own defense because his own defense defense drops back and lets some underneath stuff go. Mm. Last season, he made 61 catches on 88 targets. For 692 yards, but yeah, that was his season was cut short. He only played in nine games, right? Because his season was cut short in week ten against the Giants. So far this year, in ten games, he's yep. made five fewer catches on one fewer targets for over 160 so he's fewer. Targeted yards. as much. He's getting targeted as much. He has the same amount, but the 160 yards fewer. 160 yards yeah, fewer. See, that's and five that's fewer where fewer I'm, that's what I'm looking at. See, I'm that's not looking at his is, ability yeah. to catch the ball. I'm looking at his ability to get away. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? it's not happening as much. No, this it's year. not because I don't think he's got the explos- explosiveness that he had. Because I think the foot injury really, really hurt him. Yeah, two fewer yards per game, uh, yeah. per yards per catch average. Yeah, it was eleven point three last year. Now it's nine point five. Yeah, it's, it's the lowest it's, it's been the, since twenty eleven. It's the injury. Yeah, it's the injury. Remember, he had to be held out during the preseason. He's also thirty years old. Huh? You got something against old people? No, I'm not saying anything <laughs> about old people. I'm just saying wide receivers. <laughs> Especially sort of oh sure no look you know guys just, like that you know I well mean, yeah but I mean that it's 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 more the it's more the it's got a problem with the feet <laughs> right you know it's the it's the but a problem injury. with the feet at thirty is maybe less likely to recover <laughs> the, and bounce back with and the be feet good at any age is a tough thing to do sure uh, we have to take a break six zero three eight eight three ninety nine hundred it's Christian and King we've got it all here on ESPN on ESPN. New Hampshire. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic a shot. Down in front, picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs. Three for the win. It's good. It's the three to Steps back, puts up a three, won't go. Final seconds, it's over, it's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. The Trinity High School Football Foundation is proud to sponsor the broadcast of the annual Thanksgiving Day Manchester Turkey Bowl game on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. This year's game features the Trinity Pioneers against the Manchester Central Little Green. The Trinity High School Football Foundation was created to provide the Trinity football program with the necessary financial assistance to ensure that current and future Trinity football players have the required resources to achieve safety and success. Happy Thanksgiving from the Trinity High School Football Foundation at Trinity High School in Manchester, New Hampshire. Beals Insurance Agency is proud to announce the opening of their new Londonderry office. Located on Route 102, Beals Insurance is committed to serving Londonderry, Hudson, Wyndham, and Litchfield while offering the best price and quality coverage that's right for you. Whether it's home, auto, or business insurance, make the right call with Beals Insurance Agency. Call Steve at 603-471-9999 or visit BealsInsurance.com. Rain, sleep, and snow are coming to threaten your visibility and turn your commute into a battle. But the Michelin Man is ready to protect you with Michelin Stealth Wiper Blades. Exclusive SmartFlex technology makes these blades flex to the curve of your windshield, giving you the best wipe possible and streak-free, long-lasting performance for safer driving. Winter is coming, and when it arrives, be ready. Michelin Wiper Blades. It doesn't get any clearer than this. Available at Walmart, Vet Boys, Home Depot, and other fine retailers. 
Hi, my name is Jen Kaludi. My husband Sal and I are the owners of Embroidered Me in Ashua and Embroidered Me in Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua, and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at embroideredme-nashua.com or embroideredme-bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid Me, your promotional marketing partner. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace. I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is a place with exactly what you need, starting with help. Ace Hardware now is a brand-new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand-new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper. Granite State game day, Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Everyone's clamoring now for them to trade the pick. The fact remains that you should have just listened to me at the trade deadline. I said then, trade the pick. If you can get the right move, trade the pick. Because you don't know, it could be get it could become more valuable, it could become less valuable. And I think because they didn't land in the top two, it became a little less valuable. Dragon Bender, who played 13 minutes a game in Israel, does not is not attractive to me. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. We've got it all here on ESPN, on ESPN, New Hampshire. Oh, man. You know, you know who, who should probably have his Twitter taken away? Actually, hold on. Don't answer that because there's a lot of answers you could give. Schilling? No. I can't, I can't see what Kurt Schilling tweets. I'm blocked. Oh. Da- Dave, <laughs> David Price. Oh, no. What did he do? He just tweeted a picture from a balcony in Hawaii somewhere. Oh, God. And he tweets out, Aloha! Exclamation point. Can't lose a playoff game in Hawaii. Hashtag thank God. You gotta be kidding me. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. He tweeted this about 45 minutes ago. I just, oh, my just God. <laughs> Aloha. Can't lose a playoff game in oh Hawaii. no. Hashtag thank God. I bet he'll find a way. <laughs> I bet he'll find a way to lose oh a playoff game in Hawaii. Oh, my goodness. If anyone can do it, it's David Price. Oh, why my would you? Why would you set yourself up for that? It's like, he, it's like he's doing, you know? I used to think he was just sort of not very savvy. Now I'm starting to think this is like his thing. You know? That's just really, oh, my God. What the hell, man? What, what are you doing? I'll retweet it in case you think I'm making this up. I'm no, not. no, I'm sure you're not. I'm looking to see if anybody else has done it. Or if he's, oh. oh, people are talking about it. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. That's aloha. <laughs> That's unbelievable. First of all, you want to say aloha from Hawaii? Fine, go ahead. Yeah, right. Can't yeah. lose a playoff game here? Oh, well, that's yeah. nice, David. Yep. Because we know where you can lose one. Yep. Everywhere else. I know. <laughs> I see it. It's it's on here. I see it. That's a, that's that's funny. That's just what too a funny. knob. Oh my I mean, god, Boy, Oh god. That's really. Oh, David Price. Why are you digging yourself a deeper hole here? You know? Who does he think that is going to find that funny? His dog. <laughs> Who's going to be amused by that joke? I don't know. Red Sox fan. Oh, David, you. You card. You're, you're a funny guy, David. <laughs> oh, I get it, because you always lose in the playoffs. Hilarious. Oh, oh my God. 
I hope he had a couple of Mai Tais in him when he did that, huh? Good grief. What? Jeez. I don't know. Oh, well. Oh, boy. I mean, I, mean, I can't. There, There's like tone deaf, and then there's like, what? Who's around him? I'll tell you what. If Who's you were, around if, him if, telling him If you were a Yankee, all oh, right? God, are you kidding me? If he were a Yankee and he did that, yeah. and had the same repu- and had the same results, playoff results, my God, would the tabloids have a field day? The headline, the headline, the pay, oh, oh my God, it would just be a riot. Mm. Oh, they would go nuts. It would be back page material for them for tomorrow's papers. <laughs> it would be a riot. Yeah. Oh. Aloha. Can't lose a playoff game in Hawaii. He actually tweeted that. Hashtag thank God. They'd probably go a Hawaii 0 and 5, you know, or whatever, <laughs> instead of 5 0. You I know, know what? I hope great. he plays golf every day he's on vacation, and I hope he loses every game. <laughs> and I hope they get It's like a tournament that oh. he's in, and he gets to the playoff, and he loses that. So he does lose a playoff game in Hawaii. Oh, that's It'll funny. It'll be a playoff game of golf, but stuff. That's funny. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> on Twitter, uh, Sal is saying maybe trolls motivate him. Motivate him to do what? To lose in the playoffs every year? Great. Okay. I was I I, I was I was surprised <laughs> at the Cleveland performance. I thought that they would. I what thought a he dumb would, thing to tweet. I thought he would rise up to the occasion there, and he didn't do it. Yeah, because you know that's what he does. I know. I guess so. You know. I mean, it's David Price for you. <laughs> no spotlight too bright. Oh man. Maybe trolls motivate him. Maybe trolls do motivate him. And maybe he'd be worse without that motivation. What are you talking about, trolls? Like uh, people online who... You know, oh, oh, I see. Okay, all right. All right. Who, like, troll them and stuff. And, well, that, you know, that happens. I mean, it's not yeah, like it does. You know, first of all, ball players just stay off that stuff. Get off of social media. Yeah. Ball players, you get yourself into too much trouble when <sighs> you do it. Coaches, general managers, ball players, stay away from it. It's evil. <laughs> it's a bad thing. I know. It really is, <laughs> you know, because oh, there's never anything uh, smart that they have to say. <laughs> they... Some people, you know, some people have they tweet funny things. They tweet jokes or observations or whatever. Yeah. Like, for example, Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. Great Twitter follow. Tremendous. Yeah. He tweets some funny stuff all yeah. the time. Yeah. Well, he's, he's not the... playing anymore. No, I know. But when he was you know? playing, he was tweeting, too. And he was funny. You know, he was good. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of guys who tweet now that Jeez, I, I don't know. Enjoy their tweets. Jamie Collins was going off on Twitter trolls today. Probably was never allowed to do that before. No, probably not. And I wouldn't if I were running a, right. a, a pro football. You've already heard my my philosophy on that. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I just can't believe David, David Price what did are you that. Doing? I can't believe he did that. I can't. And this is the guy who always talks about. I'm tired of bringing up my playoff record. You know, I'm tired of everyone always bringing that up. You brought it up this time. Oh, yeah, right there you did. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately, that was the thing hanging over his head when he signed with Boston. And it was going to be until he, you know, until it changes. And it'll it'll probably, he'll probably win a game or two somewhere down the road in the playoffs for them. I think it'd be impossible. I think it would be virtually impossible for him not to with the team that they have. Yeah. Because they'll be back in it. They should be back in it next year. If they don't, he'll 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 be run out of town on a rail. Because he'll probably be one of the reasons why they won't. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's you know, 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, I mean that's you know, the, but that thing is hanging over his head, and it was when he signed. It was the first thing people asked him about. I know, you know, unfortunately, but you know, and then he has a chance to do something about it in a game that they really needed to win, and he flopped. Mm. Ugh. Same way he always does. I know, but that was just, yeah. I thought he would rise to the occasion. And it's not like he's so bad, like he goes That's out just and can it. only pitch yeah. two, three He pitches just he well enough to five, lose. But it's like five runs. And it's, just you know. well enough to lose a game. Yeah. Puts you in a hole where you can't get out of, and it's just, and then he's And the other down. guy's always just a little bit better. Yep, I know. That's the thing. Whenever Price pitches in the playoffs, the other guy's always a little bit yep, better. Yep, I know. Every time. Yeah. And usually it's someone who in a regular season matchup couldn't you know couldn't and they were going to skip David his Price. they were going to skip him i know in the next the next start you know they weren't going to go to him right away uh, you know yeah so uh, well you just can't lose a playoff game in hawaii hashtag thank god we have to take a break <laughs> also hashtag thank god uh we'll be back 603-883-9900 phone number uh, you can give us a call, and uh, we'll we'll get you on as fast as we can. You can text in 845-827-1250. We're on Twitter. Uh, we'll be right back. Final hour after this. ESPNNHradio.com. This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area. From high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com. Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. Hey, it's me, your house talking. You know what would make me really happy? If you head to Lowe's for big savings on their reporter cable drills so you can start building your 20-volt system. They have all the torque you need to finish that project you've been putting off. You do that for me, and I'll stop peeling my wallpaper when I get bored. Make your home happy with great deals right now at Lowe's, like up to 30% off Porter Cable Power Tools. Valid September 26th through October 12th. Excludes accessories, U.S. only. Good morning, I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here's what's happening today. We're talking lots of clouds. It'll sun, it'll be windy, it'll be cold. Temps near 40, 